Web 37 Daily, a 1.37 p.m. daily Twitter space on all things NFTs and Web3. All right, everybody. How are we doing today? How are we doing? How are we doing? This is Web 37. I am Nick, and you are listening to our episode with our team, our squad, the homies. Um, Really, today is just we're going to jam. We're going to vibe. We're going to talk about the future of the Web 37 podcast. And uh, yeah, uh, Ezra, you're 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 up here. Um, How how are things, man? Talk to me. What's going on in uh, 137 world for you? Yeah, things are going really well. Um, we are working on a couple of things, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but yeah, I mean, outside of 137, today's the first nice weathered day here in Michigan. It's sunny. I was just chilling outside with my brother, soaking up some sun. So things are good, man. Amazing. Yeah. For those of y'all that don't know, we have people across the country um, as our 1.37 p.m. team squad family, what have you, expands. It's wonderful. It's exciting. Fantastic. Why don't we bring up a few few people from our squad um, while we're waiting for Tyler to join? Um, So just make sure y'all request uh, for those of you that are on the team. What's good, Shammy? Yo, how's it going, Nick? How's it going, Ezra? It's going well, going well. So tell me, um, tell me, so what's, uh, what's going on in the office? You're in the office today, right? Yeah, it's just a, a, a lot of happening. A lot of people in the office. Gary actually has some of his V friends holders, uh, who hold a specific, uh, NFT that allows them to play games with him. So there's a lot wow. of video games, a lot of bubble hockey and Nintendo 64 going on, uh, up in the office today. Bubble. Yo, 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 what it do? Hello, everybody. What's up? I'm going to... All right. We are going to kick this off right now. Um, This is... We're going to use this space by and large. We're going to try to do some more of these, what I'll call meet the team, get to know 1.37 p.m. What the heck is 1.37 p.m.? Who the heck works at 1.37 p.m.? Why does 1.37 p.m. exist? Um... We are in the stages of launching, and what I'd say is this, I'll call this almost our formal launch of our All Things Web3 NFT Digital Collectible podcast uh, that we're going to be recording on Tuesdays and Thursdays via live Twitter spaces. We'll have a combination of project founders, creators, devs, platforms, media people that are on the cutting edge of what's happening in the space, Uh, just trying to bring different perspectives, different knowledge, different. Oh, yeah, I just stole Rob's. Uh, I I just got, do you you need in here? We can get out. I can leave. Well, I don't want you to leave. You're comfortable. You're talking to everyone where I'm live on Twitter spaces right now. Let me see if I can find a spot. I have an interview. All right, if you need to come back in, you come back in and kick me out. That's how this goes around here. So we're just going to kick out, kick off the space. Some Reserving rooms is no way. Yeah, no, it doesn't happen. Uh, we're going to allow for some different Q&A. If you want to come on and ask questions, by all means. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to let some of the team introduce themselves, explain who they are, what they do while we're here, while they're here at work, and, and they're in part and, and position at 137. We'll take it away. I got Bo, NFT agency. Let's see. 
Let's add as a speaker. Mobius, I see is here in the crew. Apoto. I'd love to get people on stage and just jamming back and forth. So if you're here, if you're not part of the team and you've got anything on your mind interesting about Web3, uh, questions about what we're up to, I'd love for you to pop on and say what's up. Liza with the fresh, fresh Series 2 PFP. I don't see any other currently. Um, but let's see if NFT Agency made it on stage. Did not. Javier, I'm going to have you come up. We've got the book games logo. Javier, are you up here? There's an error adding Javier. Will, I'm going to kick it over to you first real quick. What's good, everyone? Um, Will, why don't you introduce yourself, give a little context on who you are, what you're up to at 137. Totally, guys. So I'm Will Ziefert. Um, Doobsy, I guess, is my Where Web3 come name. From? Um, it sort of came from like when I was in uh, like elementary school. Um, my initials are Dub Z, They're like W Z. So like people would just call me Dub Z, and then I guess like it kind of just transitioned to Doobsy. I don't really know why. But was this how it was kind of like my gamer tag? There's Doobs flying around. Yeah, it's definitely like a little nod to like the cannabis culture as well, but um. I was hoping so. <laughs> For sure. Nice. So um, that's how we yeah, roll around here. Right, right now, I, um, I, I, I operate the Instagram uh, account at 1.37 p.m. Um, so trying to grow that and just like post cool content for you guys every day. What are some of your main challenges that you face in dealing with running Instagram? Brendan, by the way, Chelsea just leveled it. Challenges, challenges. Um, I guess a lot of the challenges right now are like we have so many different verticals that we cover at 137. So I'm trying to figure out like how to grow, grow a community um, around so many like different niches while still like maintaining a common thread, like throughout all of the different like ideas and content that we're posting. Um, so it's kind of been a little bit of a challenge there and just like growing generally, but um yeah, I'd on. love to hear, like, also from the community, you know, what kind of posts, if you do follow us on Instagram, like, what you're rocking with, what you're not rocking with. Um, but other than that, um, I spend a lot of my time, like, on Discord and Twitter, learning about Web3 stuff. And uh, what's, your favorite, what's your favorite Discord server you're a part of? Um, 1.37 p.m., not to sound biased, it's probably... One of the best discords. You, if you're not What's in there, what's your favorite non 1:37 um, p.m. Discord server? <laughs> I really like the Wonder Pals Discord too. Not to chill, but like, it's a good community, good vibe. Um, nice people. Nice. That's pro that's probably my. How long have you been involved with Wonder Pals stuff for? Uh, like before the mint, like I minted it. So like probably since I don't even remember. Like since they first like dropped their Twitter, um, I've been trying to get in the Discord. Let's and see uh, what Javier's got to say. Javier, are you up here? I keep trying to add people. I'm not sure if it's me that's messed up. I but think I'm we're maxed out. JB. All right, so let's, let's hey everybody. Keep a couple characters out of here. Javier, up, Javier? What's, what is shaking? How we doing? 
Hey, uh, just wanted to say thanks for letting me in. Um, you guys are great. Um, and my question was actually a part of like kind of what um they touched on. I think it was Tyler. I'm not sure, but um, like how do you kind of get noticed in a way to get um maybe a position in 1:37 p.m. Because I know this place is like has so many things going on all the time. Uh, Drift, for example, just dropped the NFT and it was on his own contract, which is actually really great for the NFT space and artists and things like that. Um, how would one maybe try to get noticed by 1.37 p.m. or in another in essence, how did you guys all get started in 1.37 p.m. considering there's a whole bunch of different factors in like, for example, sports, NFTs and collectibles and a whole bunch of other stuff that 1.37 uh, is in charge of uh, announcing, by the way. That's a, a fantastic question. And I'm actually, Courtney, I think, is up here as a speaker. I'm going to let Courtney answer that question with Courtney's own story of, because I'm not sure her response, but I think is a great, um, a, a great answer, to be frank. Uh, Courtney lives in California and works a lot on Card Talk, but has a, a, a very kind of diverse background. And I'd love to hear Courtney respond to how she came about being on the team. Thanks, Tyler. Uh, thanks for uh, asking the question. Um, when I joined the team, it was someone on the team who, T. Walsh, who's sadly uh, now no longer a part of the team, but works in the Vayner universe. Um, he had found my content on TikTok and he reached out to me, introduced me to 1.37 p.m. I had been uh, aware of the brand and of the site for a while, but I really dove into the content once T. Walsh uh, introduced me to it. And uh, I applied, and from there, I've been having a great time creating videos. I mostly cover collectibles, um, sometimes NFTs and music stuff as well. How long have you been, you've been here now, Courtney? It's been about six months now. And what's the, like, variety of, what's your day-to-day -day look like? Um, in the morning, I wake up, I sync with a few of my teammates who are either in New York or other states. From there, I'll pick what topics I'm going to cover for the day, and then I'll dive into making a Google web story and then making a video on that topic and kind of translating that topic over to our other platforms as well. Javier, that answer your question a bit? Can, Courtney, real quick, why do you think Tyler reached out. What did Tyler see in your work that made us reach out? And was there a specific thing that Tyler did reach out about? At the time, he had reached out to me about the music content I was creating. And I think um, the difference between what I had been creating before and what I was creating at the time was the consistency. I had before just been posting every once in a while and things that just had caught my eye, but I started to uh, stay like into the current news and the current events that were happening happening around the topics I was focusing on and then getting consistent at that. So I had started posting at least one thing every day just to just to stay involved with the community. And do you know if Tyler found you through like searching hashtags or something like that? At the time, I didn't have a, a whole lot of content out. So I think it was like hashtag music video director or music video shoot or something along those lines, like rising artists. Um, on TikTok, where it was just one of my TikToks hit the For You page and just got a, a bunch of new people's attention. Nice. Javier? Thank you so much. Yeah, that really answered my question. Just pretty much bring as much value to community as possible. And maybe somebody will 
see out there. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your hard work for everybody. Yeah, I think that a, a takeaway for me is we at 137, and if you follow Gary's content, especially in, in hip-hop, bring a lot of love to emerging and on-the-rise artists. Before Courtney, to my understanding, ever knew about 137 p.m., Courtney was making a, a decent amount of TikTok content in and around highlighting emerging artists. At the time, we were looking to crack the code on TikTok content around bringing love to emerging artists. And I think that we stumbled across Courtney's content. So I think that we do, th there's a, a notion of serendipity in life and the media allows you to create a lot of your own serendipity, whether that's through sending DMs to people, tagging people, doing work on their behalf without them asking and maybe they take notice of it. Um, and so there's, there's a bit of that too. You know, I, I don't think Courtney changed anything to get on the team. Courtney was herself and, and we discovered, you know, her talents and has now been here for six months. And I believe as of yesterday has become a full-time employee. Uh, let's see. Dead Cowboy. What do we got? Hey, man. What's going on? Hey, Nick. How are you? What's good, brother? Doing? I'm doing well, man. GM, GM. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm a painter in, in real life. I do digital work, too. Um, I do a lot of fine art abstract painting. I, I'm just wondering, you know, like, do you guys have any plans to get you know, physical artists onboarded into the space? Is there any plan to assist artists that are like, you know, actually doing well, have gallery representation, having them be able to enter the space with, with kind of, I guess, better guidance, right? Because when I, I joined the space, I didn't know anything. It was very confusing. A lot of terms were being thrown out very left and right. I've, I've been in the space for maybe seven months now, and mm -hmm. I've been just really now just catching traction. Yeah, well, that's amazing. Uh, and congratulations on, on the traction that you mentioned. I think that in terms of the work always, you know, we, we always said with Gary, like it, it's just a matter of time and it plays itself out. And I would say to you from a, taking your time perspective like i don't believe digital collecting digital works is going backwards what i mean by that is those that like to buy paintings in a gallery eventually will like to collect digitally and or the next swath of what would be replacing gallery collectors will also be collecting naturally digitally so i don't think we're going backwards so i don't believe that there's a rush to your question about will we 137 p.m be working to help onboard those into the space it's one of the things i'm incredibly excited about one from just a how we operate as a business and whether it's justin mcclinney who's on here on stage as novus y'all should meet and spend time and we could just lend our time as humans and how can we help you? Questions, comments, whatever. Ezra, who runs 1.37 p.m. Twitter, is on here and is always active in our DMs. And if you have questions, comments, want connections, don't hesitate to reach out. Anything we can do to help, we will absolutely look to do that. But lastly, we are currently very much in the weeds and working. And Sanan, who's in here, who's not on stage, but maybe popped out because He's incredibly busy at the moment. We're actively working to get what is our 
NFT ecosystem? How do we move to become a publisher on the blockchain uh, in motion? And one core aspect of that is hopefully building a platform that allows us to onboard creators from all over the world in an easy way into the space that allows them to then take those learnings and run and do whatever it is they may want to be doing on their own. That's awesome. Thank you. I, I guess one last follow-up question is going to be, you know, or, or maybe even comment. Something that's super important, I think, for, for people that are physical artists is how does my work need to be perceived from a digital perspective, right? Because I, I do large-scale, you know, five, seven-foot paintings. So doing that and bringing that into the blockchain, bringing that onto a digital space, it doesn't give it the same exact feel, and it almost takes away from the piece itself. And so if you guys can, you know, I, I guess, troubleshoot or, or think different ways that, that artists can feel comfortable bringing their work onto the blockchain, that would be extremely helpful. Yeah, I, I believe that there's definitely some some work that we can do and some content that we can create to help tell those stories. And I, I think also ground artists in what that means. The way that I look at it, just to answer your question on, on the nose, is like it's a different medium. It's a different form and function. And I think that as, you know, whether – I think mainstream media has taken what is NFTs in the blockchain and just made it into this one thing, whereas it's like if if someone gave you a camera and was like, go be an artist, like is it all the same? And so, you know, demand, whether it's – do people sell – because they go into a certain gallery and the gallery has the consumer and because the gallery says that artist is dope, people purchase them. Do people purchase from an artist or yourself because they get to know you personally? Is it because your work speaks completely for itself? There's collectors of digital work. There's collectors of specific artists. But there's also just the notion of like just because people are successful in one area doesn't just mean that everyone's going to like their stuff in another area, Right. Sometimes songwriters write songs for other artists because they can implement them better. So that I, I do believe, to your point, we can help tell the story and craft the narrative of what that bridge can be. But I also think as creators, we need to be very aware of like, why? I was on a conversation with someone today and they're like, can you help me? Like, what do you think I should be doing when I'm building my nft project and i'm like first ask yourself the question why should anyone buy a product from you why should anyone consume your stuff and if you can't answer that yourself why should anyone else answer that for you so i think that that's a good like first place to start i think nfts people just have not started to see money and even with like one Ethereum is a lot of money. I tweet a lot this notion of $5 NFTs because I believe in the same vein when you go to vacation to Vancouver, Canada, and you buy a magnet that is a memory, a collection of your memory going there, you don't then go home and how much can you sell it for on eBay? Like we're talking about digital collection, digital identity, digital um, showing the world who you are. And that's just a different form and, and not everything needs to be thousands of dollars and made for resale. 
So I guess just on that same point, my question would be, I, I have pieces in, in a gallery right now and I had a piece sell for over $4,000. How, how do I bring my stuff into the blockchain and more, make it more accessible without also depleting the value that I already have within my own personal brand? Yeah, uh, for me, it first starts with like the storytelling, right? I believe there are people out there that will collect your work digitally because it's more accessible to them and they'll do it off the back of, well, this is a prominent physical artist and I want to have some of their earliest digital works. So I think that who's going to tell that story is 137 PM going to tell that story. Maybe I think that people come to us as a destination to find those stories. Are you going to tell that story yourself and drive your own demand, which is a beautiful thing about web three and NFTs. You, you know, you, creating your own gallery, getting your own consumers to buy that work. The gallery is a very important place from that because they are, they have clientele, et cetera. So I think it comes down to storytelling. And then from how do you not diminish that work? I mean, that's that again, back to like your own decisions. Do you believe it's diminishing your work? I believe it's differentiating your work. I also believe that if it's, you know, are you supply constrained or it's just about understanding the narrative and the storytelling and you can go direct to your consumers by doing a ton of spaces or coming on like this. I think that we're definitely and Justin will reach out to connect. But I think all of your questions are a great story in itself of itself for us, 137 p.m. to tell, because I, I think there's a lot of artists that are out there and saying, how do I look at this space to whether it's make more money? because they don't want to be starving artists anymore, which is super fair. Whether it's how do I bring new skills and, and test new mediums, which is super fair. But the, being confused about it is the quickest way because then the consumer doesn't understand either. Like this notion that everything has to be utility, I also don't believe in. Some people just like collecting shit. But if you're trying to be everything all at once, no one's going to understand. And so I think it starts with you of like, do you believe you're devaluing your physical work by doing digital work? There's something called courtyard.io that you should check out, which I, uh, or if you look into, oh my goodness, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Hearst, Damien Hearst did the NFT. He made the NFT a, a exact replica of a physical. And then you had the chance to either burn the NFT and get the physical, or you could paint stuff in your studio, make a ton of content around it and then sell the NFT you know, be responsible for securing the physical piece and then the people can buy one or the other. So there's a lot of different ways to, to go about it, but I think you need to be real about like the why, but Justin will reach out and we should spend some real time going in depth on these questions and turning them into content that can help other artists that have the exact same questions. Yeah, actually uh, I went ahead and sent him a DM. So yeah, just we, let me know and we'll link up. Fun fact, we've actually already had a call. Um, yeah, so. Justin, we, we talked on the phone together. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we were on we were on a 15-minute call, you and me and Nick and, uh, and Alyssa. I, I found oh, out they're on okay, Boston okay. Native, and uh, we actually yeah, yeah. went were able to go out that night um, and, and meet IRL. Um, very good nice. homies. So, uh, yeah, my bad. Good my vibes. Bad, Cowboy. I, didn't, I didn't know your, uh, your Twitter alias, so... <laughs> No worries, man. That's amazing. Well, let's get that in motion, Nick, Justin, and I'd love yep. to see that through. Mr. Singila, over to you. <laughs> hey, guys. How are you all doing? 
So excited very to be up stuff. here. Um, yeah, so I follow Gary Conting for kind of like a while now, since 2018. But I discovered the one uh, one thirty seven p.m. through um, Mike uh, Mike Junior. I don't know if you guys Mike know him. Yeah, because I yeah, follow him on Instagram and he always like replying it. And then uh, at the first, I thought it was like uh, a radio or something like that. But when I mm-hmm. actually went through it, like see what it is, God, there it is everything and like NFTs, games, like sports. Like I, I can, I don't have to go to the news. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> shit out with them. So I'm just here to to tell you guys that I'm enjoying a lot. That I'm making a lot of connection through the comments. Like just going to people that follow the 1:30 p.m. Just like comment with them. Uh, yeah, finding like a family on on space. It's it's really dope. So I just want to say thank you for you guys keep doing it. It is just. Awesome. That's all I got to say, guys. <laughs> that's amazing. We, we appreciate that. I know that means a lot uh, to the team. Is there a specific piece of content that's resonated with you that you like that you feel we should lean into more of? Um, I love the I'm – a, I'm, a, I'm a gamer since, like, since I know I'm a human. So that part of the game I know you guys perceive a lot. But in the NFT games part, that's something you guys – a little bit but that's something that i'm passionate about especially to know more like the, the new games are coming up or things like that that's where i'm at on the nfts you know i love it everything the utility i'm aware of that, the technology but when you say like would you like it it's games games nice games. And, and both both what i would call traditional games and web3 gaming um, well, you know, I love the, the web, the, 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 the old game part, but I'm really interested what the, the new, the new web three can bring. Well, cause now we can, yeah. Cause of course now we can get a reward for them from it. And then also they're creating a, I have like, this is, um, can I say names of projects? Yeah. Of course. It, yeah, of course. yeah. So there's a, this one is called, um, Phantom Galax. So my friends show me the the NFT the the game right, and then God, it's just crazy. It looks like the Transformers, right? But when you see the quality of the game, like how you know when people not doing projects just to make a quick buck and actually doing things, it's just crazy, you know, because it's a lot of money that that come with it. And then if you know how to put that to work, oof, yeah. It's just Did you see Epic the announcement yesterday about the money that Epic raised? to create kind of their metaverse of things. No, I haven't seen it. They will do that? Yeah, in a real way. I think one thing just as a absolute personal take, which Mm -hmm. leads to a lot of what and how we cover things at 1.37 p.m., play-to-earn ecosystem is an amazing innovation. NFT-backed-based NFT-infused games is going to be massive. That being said, I would be very thoughtful and careful around projects and or promo clips or screenshots of games that are meant Mm. or being launched within, you know, the team came together in the last six months and they used NFTs to raise the funds and they're immediately creating a game. And the reason I say that... Look at Pixelmon. ...is because... The amount of the difficulty, what it takes to create a game that has any staying power, even by AAA studios with multi-million dollar budgets, is brutal. If you've ever heard of Cyberpunk 2022, you know that 
this is not something that people do by accident. And so when we think about IP and why Epic excites me a lot more is because it's the backwards of what most people think or what's happening in NFT gaming right now. Let me launch an NFT and call it a video game, get all the money and then figure out how to build a video game. It's a lot easier to sell 10,000 NFTs at point three than it is to build a video game that anyone wants to fucking play. Uh, Agent Squid. Hey, what's up, Tyler? Uh, good to hear you again. Uh, love joining your spaces. Uh, commenting on your post not too long ago. I see you got your master's uh, banner up, man. It's pretty, yes. <laughs> pretty, I, fun, pretty fun master's. I enjoyed it. I agree. You know, it's funny. I keep it there year round. Like I've had it from that banner for two years and I'm always like, should I change it? But it's so worth it just for the four days out of the year that it's up there and it's right on. Man, that was Scotty Scheffler is just different right now. It's awesome. Yeah, I was, uh, I was there Monday. I didn't go any other days this year. Um, It was crazy. I've never been on a Monday. Usually on practice rounds, I go Tuesday or Wednesday, but it was absolutely crazy, but um, it, it's funny. There's more to, demand? What was so crazy about it? Yeah, yes. I was so – because, you know, traditionally the reason I don't go on Monday is you don't necessarily see much of the big dogs on Monday. If they do, they usually come out in the afternoons. Um, and so you usually kind of see a lot of the younger guys on Mondays. Um, Tuesday seems to have everybody out there pretty consistently. Um, but the crowds were insane. So knowing that you don't, don't necessarily get to see the whole field kind of practice, um, I was really surprised that it seemed more crowded and more crazy than being on a Tuesday or Wednesday. But it was gorgeous Monday, so I was very grateful to go Monday. Nice. I- Weather was not perfect on Tuesday, and even I've never been on the grounds, and I cannot wait, bro. I'm telling you, I I will take you. I go all the time. I've been, I think I've been a total of five or six times, maybe seven. Um, and I grew up right down the road from it. My grandma lives like six minutes behind Augusta National, so yeah, you just got to get down here, and I'll take you. Um, I had a specific question just about content in general. Um, You know, I'm a huge Gary V fan. I'm not just like a classic fanboy, like, oh, I love to listen to his shit. I truly believe um, that in a lot of things he said are are life lessons. They're not just like tips on being successful in NFTs or Mm -hmm. being successful in the space. It's being successful period, um, whether that's professionally and whatever career you have, or even personally, you know, how to, how to network and maintain relationships. So dude, I'm such a big Gary V fan. I've entered every contest in the world to try to get a VCon this year. I'm still in one where I might have a chance, but, um, I just wanted to kind of talk about the content in general that you guys put out. Have you guys thought about putting out more content about, um, blockchain in general so you know in my opinion and i really would love to hear your opinion on this you know we're, we're early on so much stuff and there's going to be some blockchains that exist today that aren't going to exist in two years or three years so just talking about like you know following like for instance solana had 60 mil in vc funding in the last like four to five weeks um mm-hmm. so partnerships that Charles Hoskinson has announced in the last six months with Cardano. Have you guys thought, cause I feel like there's a gap in podcasts and YouTubes. Um, mm-hmm. I've been 
about trying to maybe create my own YouTube channel to focus specifically on blockchain news and maybe throw in some NFT news as well. But have you guys mm-hmm. thought about maybe covering more blockchain development itself? Yeah, and, and I'll let I'll let Nick jump in here briefly. Um, but it's funny. There's not necessarily a challenge that we face, but something we spend a lot of time with as a team is, you know, we, we, one, there's just noise. There's a lot of noise out there currently. And how do you cut through the noise and, and how do you build a engaged consumer base that's coming back to check in on our content versus trying to play a web to beat the algorithm game, right? How do we create stickiness? Those that are in this you know, 132 people that are in this room right now, 130 people, how do we create and build the habit for them to go to our website on a daily basis? Or if they only care about NFTs, go to our 137pm.com backslash NFT and see the content that we're putting up versus the if they only follow us on Instagram or they only follow us on Twitter or they only follow, are a part of our Discord, all the fragmentation and how do we build a cohesive kind of output in that regard? Because to your to answer your question, I would say, you know, I'd argue we do a decent job. And Nick's team, Nick's NFT vertical does a decent job on our dot com on getting articles up around different blockchains. But if you publish an article on a Tuesday, well, then on a Wednesday, what how are we repurposing it? How are we getting that back into people's hands? How are we distributing that in a platform native way to consumers that only consume there? It's definitely a challenge um, and and starts with direct communication with those that are consuming. So have you do you consume much of our on-site content? Just recently. And that, that's kind of and that's, you know, not to keep uh, tooting the Gary V horn, but you know how he talks about kind of knowing your market. I totally understand why certain content is really kind of directed, very directional on Twitter versus having on your .com or even on a newsletter that you might send out. So I just recently started looking at your .com and I do notice like a whole lot different content. And that to me, that's probably, you know, what I might want to um ingest more of because I love NFTs. You know, I've created my own that I'm open to launch here soon, but I'm real passionate about the blockchain space in general. I'm in healthcare. I'm a nurse. I know I've said that before, mm-hmm. if you remember the space. And I think of there's course. a lot of utility in the future with blockchain and possibly even NFTs in the true uh, in the true kind of basic form of what NFTs are. And I would just love to continue to see. I feel like that, you know, um, there's so much happening in the different blockchains, but there's not enough people getting the information out, you know, and, and, and a lot of us judge blockchains by like their native token and how it's doing in the market, which is totally a misnomer of how the blockchain itself is doing. Like there's so much volatility and almost hard to even understand the market with crypto itself at times. And so I think just looking at the value of a native token is a terrible way to judge how the blockchain itself is doing. There can be correlation. Don't get me wrong, but I would just love to see more content, make it out into the social media world instead of just Mm -hmm. staying in the dot coms. And I'm just, you know, just 
really just wanted to bring it up with you guys because I respect what you do. I think all your stuff is well written. And you, Tyler, you're a great speaker. You know, I could just see you having that podcast content come out where even if it's once a week, you know, covering some of this big blockchain news and these collaborations and uh, these, you know, VC raises for specific reasons. So I just wanted to kind of bring that up. I appreciate it. And I, I think Nick and, and the entire team would, would, you know, jump in. One of the things that we're constantly working at, one of the things I'm thinking a lot about is if we didn't make new content for the next three weeks, we have so much we've already made that we could spend all day understanding how we best redistribute it, how we kind of create those flywheels, how we make sure that we're building upon the content we're putting out and how we're creating it for each platform utilizing the best practices to your point like you just mentioned you know i'm building a team of a lot of different people with a lot of different skill sets some in person some remote what have you and we're fighting to help understand how do we have more of a through line you know the the contradiction of volume and for brand at time less can be more and building on that is a constant kind of debate. And I think where you're talking about podcasts and why we did wanted to have this, oh, this, this certain spaces, but what we've now formatted as our web 37, you know, it was web 37 daily. We're calling it web three, seven. It's going to be a spaces live on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's going to go out as a recorded podcast on Wednesday and Friday mornings. And then on Fridays, we're going to be doing a non live in-person recording I'm sitting right next to Kai. Kai, say what's up. So Kai, who is not that hip currently to all things Web3 and blockchain, is going to be asking questions that we source from the community to myself and Sinan and a couple others on the team that are a bit more knowledgeable so that we can chop that up and make it into video content. So three times a week, we'll be putting out an audio podcast. So when we think like we've done on site, which is what is the Stacks blockchain? We can have someone from Stacks blockchain on the podcast and then hopefully people have questions off the back of it that we can answer in video form on Fridays is a bit of how we're building this out. Yeah, that that is beautiful because that's exactly what I think this the space totally needs more educational direction. And the way you said you're kind of teeing that up is like, what does the average person on the street that doesn't quite understand blockchain or NFTs want to know about the space? And like, how could it affect their daily lives or their professional careers, man? That sounds, that sounds awesome. And that's exactly the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. Like there's so many people that would be interested in the space in general, but just are, you know, naive about it or even shy just to bring it up you know, to ask questions. They don't want to seem like they're stupid. And like, we're all learning, man. I grew up in my, in my healthcare career working in teaching hospitals for a reason is because that environment just, you know, broods like intelligence because everybody's constantly trying to soak in information. And you're totally right. There is so much information out there. Uh, I can't imagine running a media company trying to like funnel it, you know, into the right, you know, vector, you know, but uh, you guys are doing a great job. I don't want to take up a whole lot of time but i just want to give you props and just want to throw that little nugget out there and you freaking need to dm me next year i'll take you to the masters man just let me play legend i will definitely take you up on that i want you to know how much i appreciate 
you know, just the time that you take to give the feedback, it's, it's like the most empowering thing because we learn. And I know Nick's sitting there and being like, ah, yeah, that doesn't yep. make sense. How can we work on that? And multiple verticals are picking that up. And on top of it, as you know, this squid, we are as a media company and, and where I, I really changed the direction early last year of kind of our tagline is for the curious. And the thing about the curious nature is like, we're, we are purposely wide. We purposely cover a lot of things to back to Will's biggest challenge is like we jump from pickleball to stacks, blockchain to uh, THC, you know, percentages to a random artist from a random country that has 400 followers and why we fuck with them. And then how do we put that all out in a unifying way is part of the fun challenge in my opinion because everything is multi-hyphenate everyone has interest in a little bit of certain things here and i think the notion of niche doesn't exist anymore because if you go to reddit or you go on the internet or you go to a random facebook group about diet pepsi max you'll find thousands and thousands of people connected around the same random ass shit and that's literally why i love you guys is because i feel like my brain is somehow located in your hard drive like yeah, <laughs> that's well how put. people tell me all the time at the hospital like i've been in operations for eight nine years and the reason i've been successful in leadership roles is i will not say that i'm a master of none i definitely mastered a couple things but mm -hmm. I a point to know something about everything just soak up information i find it just thrilling and you know it's so cool to expand your knowledge base and like that's what I, I do feel like that that's why i like you guys so much is because it's not just centered on just nfts or just blockchain it's like sports i read the pickleball article by the way it's pretty good i appreciate uh, that i appreciate that i, I love was, you guys and you? appreciate the time and um yeah let's go to augusta man i'll i'll uh, i'll definitely hook you up and when you're all through the gates, it's like a Garden of Eden scenario. It's unbelievable. It's the most beautiful thing you'll ever see. And it's such a fun experience. I'd love to take I'm it. I'm so excited. I can't wait to take you up on that. I'm going to have uh, Brendan from the team reach out. I want to send you a crew neck or, or some uh, stickers and stuff that we have. I really appreciate the support. It means a lot. Thanks, Tyler. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good one, buddy. You as well. Uh, Martino, is that you under the proper football? someone on proper football man in the account listening in because I want them to give a quick update on the match that is happening. I'm not sure if he's there, so he's getting kicked off the stage. I hope I didn't block them, but maybe Whoops. I did. Uh, Delcy, over to y'all. Now they're requested. What's going on here? Requested, requested. Floss boys, you should come up as well. But I'm trying to bring them on. Are we full? Is it three? JB, you're on here. Yeah, JB and the Moon Man uh, on Solana. Nice. Uh, JB, you kick us off. Take it yeah, away. What's, what's good, family? A bunch of good humans. That's why I love you all. Uh, what's infinite, good? Infinitely curious. Uh, I think that's why I fit in, right? The, the world is deep. The world is wide. There's just something to be curious about, curious about every day. Uh, back on April 10th, 2020, I started to jam it up with, I think what you guys did was launch your community text. Uh, and then it kind of went away. Yeah. And yep. any, uh, any maybe reason why it went away? And if, if there is, that's cool. Cause I know you got a bunch of ch 
channels that you're running with, but any possibility like bringing bringing that vertical back where you get like a little bit more maybe intimate uh, curated content or interaction yeah. or, or what, what whatnot. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, one on it coming back, one million percent on the roadmap. I mean, in terms of one thirty-seven p.m. and the opportunity we have to deliver a text to someone's phone on every day at one thirty-seven p.m. and bring value, um, high on my priority list of things to do. One thing that I think about a lot is consistency and sustainability. And you said January of 2020, I believe is what you mentioned. Obviously, many things have happened in the world. I believe in uh, late 2020, but really early last year, uh, we, uh, you know, and like many businesses had to do, had to make a lot of tough decisions along that pathway. We killed a lot of things. Yep. We killed our community uh, text um, infrastructure. We uh, nixed our newsletter. Uh, we pared down a lot of things that we were doing across site and social uh, in order to get back to mission critical and have since grown. And so even like when I think about our newsletter, our newsletter from a look and feel perspective is pretty rough and rugged and raw. But that's because I don't worry too much about the bells and whistles and making it beautiful until I know that we have a sustainable five days a week, top tier content, meaning the if the sandwich inside the wrapper is shit, it doesn't matter how beautiful the packaging looks. And so that's where I'm at right now. I'm, I really, really, really am excited about getting back to a push notification of some sort for individuals at 1.37 p.m. And the text message SMS is such high value space in terms of consummation from humans. I just don't want to launch it until I feel great about the strategy of what we put in people's text message. Yeah, I love it, man. I totally understand. Some great, there's some great, there's some great things happening in the world of like adult learning uh, by text because people open it, you know, super, super quick. There's a high rate of opening, but but get that. Um, so yeah, man, thanks for the space. I love everything that you all are doing. Like you, man, New York city kid grew up in the eighties, tchotchkes, collectibles. I'm here for it all. So, uh, you know, Where did you, did you street sharks? I feel like was a thing that I was super into, but doesn't get much shine or love. A street, shark? street sharks hit your radar at all. Uh, you know, it sounds familiar, but I, I'd have to go back, but like, you know, um, pods and cards and and figures and you know the whole just my house the pod cool. tubes with I, I, for yeah. some reason i feel like there was a big thing around the tube. like my thing was tubes. like i always wanted to have the freshest tube yeah freshest tube with the best slammer you know how you know how we roll you know yeah friends but yeah i just been lately i've been going through my my parents house and looking at all the cleaning up and like just seeing all the stuff you know and i got some i found some just crazy like old school WWF trading card, just like stuff that yep. like, wow, look at this like stuff from like 84, 85. Yeah, my mom saved everything. Yeah, man. And so like my attic, the yep. amount of yep. Di- Walt Disney movies in yep. the cellophane, like the white that would like cut your finger because the corner <laughs> was like mad, you know, like sharp. And and like you'd use your teeth sometimes because it wasn't opening. Uh, so good. But That's- tickets are a big thing right now tickets totally i found uh i have like a 
some Kiss concert I went to. It was like Kiss, Run DMC, and uh, I don't know, maybe Aerosmith's together. Some epic lineup. I have like that stub framed with the with the picture, man. So now everything that's happening in this world of just digital collectibles keeps taking me back, man. It's just gonna keep exploding, and it's it's uh it's such a cool space to be in. It's such a cool space to be in. Agreed, agreed. I I saved all my tickets, even like. When they went to Ticketmaster, you had to print them out. I even have yep. all my printed Ticketmaster joints saved. I And I'm like, I need to get these graded because to me, it's a collection of memories. Yes. But I will say I don't have much interest in collecting tickets to things I didn't go to. Right, because because it doesn't hold personal, it doesn't hold value for your heart because it's not that that life experience that you had. Yeah, which but yeah. but the market is huge, and I think that goes to show even as me being in collectibles, everyone collects differently. Right. And back to the NFT thing, I'm just very excited as it plays itself out for people to realize that NFTs aren't just about flipping, but there's right. going to be a massive just collector collecting set. Yeah, I mean that's why, like, even like the Poop collection is like that's like one of my most prized things because it's like that's the shit that I did. That's the stuff that happened. That happened yeah. once. It won't happen again. And you know, uh, I was part of it, so it's uh, that's the stuff that I hold close. But always here You're for the it best, all. JB. Uh, be good, everybody. Thanks for bringing me up. All the best. Later, Jason Morena. Before we go to Delcy, I want to just take a minute to give you the stage, allow you to give a quick introduction of yourself talk about your reminders nft collection obviously you and i have known each other for quite some time we worked together in the vayner ecosystem before working on 137 pm uh give a little bit of background on who you are and what you do with all things 137 definitely appreciate that ty i'm uh wasn't expecting to get on stage but yeah i mean brief introduction i you know me and ty we met 2018 i came on gary's team as like an intern uh doing the vlog and it just evolved into all video things and then you know that went into covid and remote world and then i think i uh i uh, went into like an in-between zone i was working for gary's team and then i was doing 137 stuff i I did the people doc as an editor and then uh i guess like come november of last year that's when it like fully transitioned onto our this team and uh and then nfts came along and that was a big part of like I don't know, shifting mindset as like a, a video creator. So then in, I think was it October, I launched Friendly Reminders, which is like my Genesis collection. And it's really just a, a video-based project. It's one-to-one video loops. There's a little bit of a in-real-life aspect to it. It's like a, a street art thing, I guess I would call it. It's like, you know, I record videos and like positive affirmation signs on the street. So I don't know. I feel like I haven't seen anyone do it yet. And it was like kind of like a thing that was lingering in my mind. And it's been like a, like a fun thing to make. And I'm like going down the rabbit hole of like, you know, how can I be more you know, active, making more drops for it. But um, in the 137 space, I'm like currently cooking up a, a documentary for Amber Vittoria, which is super exciting because she's like a, a Vayner alumni and an amazing artist and like just blowing up in the space and like, I don't know, almost like a one man band. And it's like, it's really cool to like, I don't know, see what she's doing. And, you know, not, I feel super far behind, but like not too far away. And it's like, I think this is the kind of space where like everyone can kind of feel like that. Even if you don't have any pieces sold yet, like next month could be a whole different ball game. Cause this is just like a exploding space. So 
I don't know. What's the number one thing you've learned by putting out NFTs? Um, that like imperfection, like something along those lines, like something that I might think isn't as great. Someone might have like a whole like paragraph sent to me of like why it was so meaningful to them. And like, I don't know, just all this like, beautiful stuff. And I feel like it's helped me stop being less precious on my work. Cause that was a big thing. It was like, I wouldn't put out a lot of like posts on Instagram cause it wasn't like, it didn't look like D rocks or something, you know? And so now in the NFT space, I feel like it's, uh, I think cause like, I guess people are buying it and stuff. There's like a little bit more like validation behind it. And then there's just like the outreach of people saying like, yo, this piece just means so much to me. So it's really like the imperfection of, uh, putting out stuff, you know, even if it's not like your perfect thing, I don't know. Like uh, being less precious about it helped me a lot. Good stuff. I'm excited to see the Amber. And also yeah. Pedro. Give also two seconds on what we've got going on Thursday night with Pedro. Yeah, so Thursday night, if you're in New York City, 8 p.m. in the Lower East Side, there's this place, OSNYC. It's where Gary did his first, uh, or not his first, but he did a wine party there over the summer, I guess. I don't know. But Yeah, NFT NYC week, right? And it, yeah, NFT NYC week. So same place, but all for this this man Pedro, who's from the Bronx, and we filmed a three episode uh, series so far and an epilogue, and it's really just about his life. It's a sort of a vlog, um, food, culture, skating, and we're doing a, a premiere, a screening of it. It's gonna be dope. There's gonna be some, I don't know, some bubbly he's bringing and this some DJ be. playing and. I don't know. We'll be filming some shit. So I, I don't know. If you're in New York City, better come through or drive down. It's going to be lit. Hold on. <laughs> nice. Appreciate uh, you guys having me on. Over to you to take us home. We got four minutes left here, and it's been fun jamming with everyone. Uh, next time, I would love, love, love for people to join on stage, ask questions, fire away, get to know the rest of the crew. Uh, Remember the POAP. Over to y'all. And if we have a POAP, Shammy. You can uh, you can take us out of here. I'm gonna have to join at five o'clock, uh, but I'll hand it over to Delcy. I'll let Shammy do their thing, and then we will rock and roll. Yo, can I? Uh, sorry, not to cut him off, but is there any way I can I can speak? We go a little bit longer oh, after Delcy. I apologize. I completely looked you over. So no, you're, you're fine. Seat. You're fine. No, take us away. Take us away. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Check it out, man. I'm going to try to make it quick, but I feel like this will be uh, totally valuable to everybody. So I've been watching your guys' content for a long time. Gary's, the whole team, Tyler, it's crazy to speak to you right now. You guys are powerhouses in the industry. Um, and I think they'll recognize that in the future if they don't already. Um, so just being a content creator, using all that I've learned, um, you know, I'm just putting it all together now. And I feel like my time is to shine right now. And um, you know, just consistency content, don't pay attention to numbers, but know those numbers are people, actually, those are actual people, definitely give them value, care for them, these are your people, these are your, this is your tribe, you got to rock with them. Um, you know, what more can you just do to keep growing? Because me, like I'm a metaverse personality, I got a 2D character, I'm literally streaming right now, but not recording the voice, right. just always trying to put out content. But I feel like the future, like it used to be profile, file pictures of people then it's like pfps of cartoons now in the future in like five years i feel like it's going to be what i'm trying to do which is and there's a couple of people doing it um 
which is like actual movement in your character. I've got a 2D, have gone through three 3D uh, artists, and it's just going to crap. I cannot find a good 3D artist. If anybody can help me, please. But I'm just trying to build content around the metaverse, NFTs, NFT gaming, just everything, but also be a 3D character that I need a 3D artist for to just like take it to that next level. Um, what do you say about just content? Just keep going and and, and finding you know, 3D artists when it seems to just keep on going, uh, yeah. you know, falling through the floor. Yeah, yeah. So ju- to, first on the 3D artist, Justin, can you just link up, Justin, who's on here with Moon Man, in terms of the work that we're doing and see if we can make some connections, whether it's definitely. now, whether it's long term, what have you? Yep, definitely. I'll reach out to you uh, via DMs. Yeah, thank you so much. That's amazing. Sorry, I'm like, I'm hyped, but trying to go fast so other people can get in here. But yeah, it's been difficult. No, hell. I got like two modelers that worked on it. They left both, they both left off on the head. And I'm like, yo, what am I supposed to do with this file? The third mm-hmm. one's like not responsive. It's like, what are we doing here? You know, um, but other than that, what about just like content? Do you just keep on pushing it out? engaging with people and just keep moving forward and just trying to corral people together and inform them and give them value. Is that basically how you, how you dominate this game of just trying to give value to people? That's a a, a playbook. What I would say is that one, make sure you're always keeping in mind what you're passionate and what you're curious about. And I would also say, keep, real world context in mind, right? One thing that I think if you followed Gary and him talk about content, something that worries me a little bit about the metaverse overall is I I get on many Zoom calls with individuals that ask me what the metaverse is. And what my my response to that is like, you're in it. Yeah, right? I think I that sometimes I think these words, it, but I also don't think we're here, but go on. I'll let you. Yeah. Well, my point is, is that you can text someone $5 right now. And, and, and everyone's like, oh my goodness. Like most of the people asking about the metaverse have kids that literally spend six hours a day with an iPad next to them, FaceTiming with their friend while they're playing Fortnite, wearing mm-hmm. a Spider-Man skin that they paid for. Right, right. Yet we're making content about like games that have 27 people that play them because they promise that they're going to be the first NFT game. Couldn't agree more. And so that's where I just go to like real life context a little bit. Mm -hmm. Think about FaceTiming. The iPhone is only 15 years old. We're like, we're not here yet. You know, yet the tech developments that are happening Mm -hmm. are crazy. And so that's what I just... Sometimes the metaverse stuff or blockchain gets very niche mm-hmm. and there's a lot of contextual real world applications that people could be focused on, focusing on, focusing on to yep. help bring more overall awareness to the content that they're making. So, for instance, um, and I'll leave it with this. Just give me a yes or no if I'm right on this, uh, what you're trying to basically say. So what you're saying is that. We're still in our infancy stages, which I think we all believe. I always say the joke that the parents haven't even met yet, right? The dad hasn't even shot his shot. So that being the case, if I were to make an informative piece of content for the next 10 years, saying the same thing over and over and over again, 10 years from now, that last piece of content, 
would still be onboarding new people because there's always somebody new that's going to see it that's like, oh, the metaverse. I'm Sally and I didn't know about this. I just seen this piece of content today, even though that was my 10th millionth, you know, piece of content. So just information, information, information. And yes, and how that contextually yeah. relates to people. Like, I believe Gary is one of the great communicators because he deploys True. context to each situation. Meaning, uh, Nicholas Cage just did an AMA that's taking off. Like, everyone's talking about Nicholas Cage right now. Like, mm -hmm. can you go back through all of Nicolas Cage movies and understand was there any connection to Metaverse and tie that into today's content? There, so, like, Epic just raised a billy. I believe they it was a billy nut from Sony, two billion right. overall, for them to build their overall Metaverse. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man in Fortnite is one of the greatest marketing successes in the history of Hollywood. True. Yet most people that make content about metaverses are not talking about that. Right. Yet most people that are asking what the heck is the metaverse knows that they're they Spider-Man was in Fortnite, but they don't think about that. Right. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much for the information, Tyler. Uh, uh, Jason, I, I believe your name was. Um, yeah, please get with me anytime. No rush. I know you guys are busy people. Um, and yeah, this is so crazy to talk to you guys. But uh, thank you for bringing me up on stage. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for being here. And thanks for voicing and jumping in. Sorry for looking you over. You're fine. You're fine. Thank you. All right. Sad life. Not a sad life. Yeah, Tyler, 137 family, what's up? Uh, How really are I know where kind of anything's off with me and then shame me for the pull out. But I mean, you did answer a question that I've had on my mind for a, a minute now. We've actually had that conversation back and forth in a couple of threads about 137 going to NFTs. So definitely keep my eye out on that. But other than that, just want to show a appreciation for everything you and the team does to not only create the conversation, but have the conversation with all of us. I mean, I know... I'm super heavy in the Discord, super heavy in the Twitter, not just with the 137 Twitter account, but everyone who's a part of the team, along with Instagram, TikTok, I'm everywhere with you guys. So definitely appreciate everything that you guys do to keep the conversation going with us and then inspiring. I know myself, but everyone else who's involved with you guys to create content, to have that conversation, to reach out. And I mean, as always, to stay curious. So appreciate you guys. That means a lot. I think that the entire team would echo my sentiment in that it's we're like flabbergasted with each individual that engages, consumes our content. And then one such as yourself that I would consider like a top 1% supporter of the work that we do. Um, it's not lost on me and I just can't thank you enough. And it's every day. I mean, we're in meetings all the time. Like we, your name comes up more than you could ever imagine because if we're not building relationships with the individuals that are consuming our work, we're going backwards. I mean, numbers are numbers. Humans are actual humans and that's what we're trying to play to. And obviously we've been able to build a great relationship and I just want to thank you for consuming our stuff. It keeps us going for sure. Yeah, no, I really appreciate that. I mean, I've shared this a couple of times. It's obviously a goal of mine to maybe one day, you know, be in that office with you guys. But right now, currently enlisted in the military and the Navy specifically. So, so got some time contract wise, but definitely working my way up, you know, just little things. Well, thank you so much for your service. And I look forward to hanging, hanging with you here at the office sometime soon.
Sounds good, brother. All right, Shammy, you take us away. Thanks, everyone, for coming out. Jeff, Danny, I apologize for six minutes over. We're trying to keep these things concise. Um, otherwise, we could keep running. Shammy, take us away with a little po app, and we'll be back again yep, Thursday yep. with another space. And then we'll be recording the uh, community kind of questions uh, for Friday. So if you've got anything on your mind, please get those in via Twitter, Discord, Instagram stories, et cetera. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll be back on Thursday. We have – who's our guest on Thursday? Uh, alien Friends. Oh, yes. We're having uh, Alien Friends come on ahead of what I believe is their, like, Series 2, Version 2 drop. So that should be fun. Their teaser animations fire. Shout out to G. I'm excited. All the best. See everybody. Have a great Tuesday evening or morning or afternoon, wherever you may be. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check out every single live Twitter space on our Twitter at 137p.